Hey everyone, it's Adrian Pinozo here with the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast, where we teach you how to get more to life by investing in real estate. Super excited to launch another episode today. And even better news, EPC has launched their first ever six-part series called EPC's Masterclass to Real Estate Investing. Six webinars coming your way, totally free. Uh, we've actually already finished our first one in January. And our next one, part two of our six-part series, will be a live webinar that you can take part in. Friends, family, whatever. Links will be in our bio all over social media. So if you haven't started following us already on social media, please follow us. Obviously, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We're all over social media. Free webinar links will be there. EPC's Masterclass to Real Estate Investing, six-part series, like I mentioned. First one already done. Next webinar is coming out in March. Again, live. Everybody can join on in. Link will be in our bios and our social media. So super excited about that. Guys, if you like the content, you like our speakers, please smash the like button. Sign up to follow us on uh, Spotify and, and uh, iTunes, so on and so forth. And uh, yeah, follow us on social media. Greatly, greatly appreciate that. So our guest today is Patrick Franci, an accomplished speaker, facilitator, and host of the Everyday Millionaire podcast. Over the last two decades, Patrick has taught and presented to thousands of real estate investors, entrepreneurs across Canada, both live and online. He is best known for providing his audience with foundational lessons and contacts for understanding how to treat your real estate investing like a business. Super, super important. So for Patrick, it's always about people, whether that's being a father, a husband, a friend, or helping business operators, entrepreneurs, and obviously real estate investors succeed by providing them with the proven principles and best practices he personally has learned over the course of the last 35 years. So, all right, enough of all that. Very, very happy and uh, an honor to have Patrick Franci on the More to Life Real Estate Investing Podcast. Welcome, Patrick. How are you? I'm fantastic. Love that intro and uh, love More to Life. You know, that's really what it's all about, isn't it? So, glad Absolutely. to be here and uh, share what I can. Awesome. So, you know, I thought I brought a lot to the table, Patrick, when I was interviewed on your podcast a month or two ago. But obviously, you know, I've been in the game 11 years. You've obviously been in the game probably three times that amount of time. <laughs> so an abundance, and I can't stress enough, a, a ton, a wealth of knowledge that, and that's what I want to get across to the audience ultimately is, you know, everything you've managed to put together in the last, what, 35 years or so in this game of real estate investing and entrepreneurial ship. So getting to know Mr. Patrick Franci. So for over three decades, the businesses you have built, developed and guided are recognized not only for their success, but the resilience through the economic cycles. Where did your passion for business ownership start and how did this, how did this all evolve, Patrick? Where it started, it's interesting, you know, when I think about that question, I go back a long ways, even probably pre-teens. And I'm talking pre-teens as in pre-13. You know, just as a young man growing up, I always kind of had this entrepreneurial spirit. 
of you know doing things, whether it was shoveling walks or mowing lawns, there was always some way for me in thinking that you know I wanted to uh, earn extra income. And I think most of that was born out of the fact that you know I raised in a very very lower middle class family. You know there was four siblings. We we're kind of definitely on the wrong side of the tracks in Edmonton, Alberta. So not to say that I didn't come from a loving home, but you know at the end of the day we were always scraping and scrimping and saving and yeah. trying to make things work. And pretty early on, you know, of course, as the kids are, you know, I wanted this toy or that thing. And, you know, the deal that my father always made with me, I was the only boy, three sisters, by the way. So I don't know what deals he made with my sisters, but with me, he was always okay. He says, you can have that, but you have to pay half of it. So that always drove me to go, okay, well, how can I earn extra money, you know, aside from a very meager, uh, allowance that my parents gave me. So uh, that's, I think, where it was born and where what drove it at the end of the day. And uh, so I was always kind of inspired to be that creative kid that figured out how to make money. And then it just grew from there. I did have a, a eight-year stint in the oil patch where I worked for a downhole manufacturing company. We manufactured drill pipe and drill bits, and that's Alberta oil and gas industry. I did that for eight years. That was a huge education. And uh, that opened up the door to give me the foundation, the business foundation, really, for layers of business. And then I just had a couple of entrepreneurial accidents. Here I am. Call it accidents, eh? Yeah. Just, yeah. Awesome. CEO of the Real Estate Investment Network. I mean, mm -hmm. if you're a real estate investor, you know what BRAIN stands for. And it is a very, very obviously successful investment network group, if you want to call it that, and you're the CEO and obviously the founder. Is that fair No, I'm not or? actually I'm not the founder. So this goes back to my entrepreneurial accident. So a uh, business that I started that in Edmonton, which was another entrepreneurial accident, I still own to this day, 37 years later, 38 years later, I still own that business still operating. As a matter of fact, I just literally got off my call uh, with the team in Edmonton around my retail business, which is secondary to the primary business today, which is owner of CEO and CEO of the Real Estate Investment Network. Now, the Real Estate Investment Network began 30 years ago. We're coming into our 30th year. And, you know, the business model has really never changed. It's expanded, but there's a fundamental, which we were there to provide research, education, community slash network for individuals who wanted to create a financial future investing in real estate. And doing it the right way, doing it through education, not speculation, but actually through understanding the economic fundamentals that drive real estate. So you're making an educated decision. And so I got involved in that. I started investing in real estate actually just a little over 20 years ago. And that's where I came across the Real Estate Investment Network. I got to know one of the founders. He's not the founder. A guy by the name of Tim Johnson was the founder. Don R. Campbell worked for Tim at the time. He eventually bought uh, Tim out in about 2000. I think was the timelines for that, but he had been involved mm -hmm. with it for some time before that. You know, where I was in my business life, I'd gotten to know Don as I was investing in real estate and got to know him and his wife, Connie, really well. And we were actually vacationing in 2007 and I'd have come to a place in my business where I said, I'm done with mm -hmm. this existing business. And I'd, I was kind of in a transition and he said, well, what are you going to do next? And I go, I don't know. You know, it's like, I don't have to work. It's not lifestyles of the rich and famous, but I don't have to work. I, you know, I'm happy. I'll live a great life if I wanted to yeah. do that. Of course, it wasn't that simple. And that's not how I wanted to live my life. But that's another 
end of the day, he said, well, listen, I could really use some help. And uh, we were ready to transition out of Alberta. And we ended up moving to British Columbia. I'm now bi-provincial. My wife and I, we live kind of both. We have a home in Edmonton and here in British Columbia. Businesses in Edmonton, businesses here. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately in 2012, 2011, I guess. So about 10 years ago, I bought the business from Don. So you're the sole owner now. That's right. I'm the sole owner of the Real Estate Investment Network. You know, we've expanded on the model. We've built the model out in a more profound way. Uh, we're very, very clear on what it is that we do. You know, we don't sell real estate. We don't sell $30,000 coaching programs. I'm not making any of that wrong, by the way. But the point is, is that we don't do that. That's not our model. Our model is really to support people in the education, investing in real estate, using and understanding the economic fundamentals that drive real estate. So as we sit here today in a very, very hot real estate market, given what's all that's happened in the world, we look at it and go, okay, is there opportunity? Where's the opportunity? What do we need to be cautious of? What's risk mitigation? What's the right strategy? Where is it going in the future? Because as real estate investors, our job is to look into the future of where real estate is going, not where it is today, and certainly not even where it was in the past. It's all good information, but as investors, we want to look into the future. And understanding the economic fundamentals is what allows you to look into the future. So you're not speculating. You're actually investing based on a plan, a strategy, and understanding economically what's going on in the world. Amazing. So yeah, a ton of information, obviously, you're putting out in the uh, RAIN community, per se. Mm -hmm. How many members do you have now? Oh, man, you know, something I actually can't answer that question because I don't know. I can say this is that because one of the stats that we keep is uh, around transaction. So our community shares with doing an award system and 3817 properties. And so they're sharing what transactions they're making. So Rains transact over $5.4 billion worth of real estate. We've had about 175,000 people go through one version or another of our program, including at some point membership and including yeah. different programs that we present. Awesome. And we're coast to coast. We're actually the only national organization. I mean, yes, we're the longest standing, but we're also the only national organization, you know, shoreline to shoreline that has a community right across the country in every single province, almost all cities, it seems these days. And because uh, since COVID, the door that has opened up, interestingly enough, is because, you know, the world has shrunk dramatically given technology and Zoom. So now when we're having meetings, we're, like I say, number one, we're right across the country here in Canada, but it's not uncommon to have people from out of country, you know, Dubai or Abu Dhabi or the UK. I mean, it's really crazy given the time zones changes, but ultimately we do that. We've even, uh, we even have some members that are living in China where, you know, they're sitting up in the middle of the night at our meeting. So that's kind of the scope of what's going on in the world these days. Massive, massive. Mm -hmm. Well, congratulations, Patrick. That's quite an achievement for sure. Through your success, you've made a commitment to your communities to give back. You prioritize making the world a better place. Kudos to you. The acronym SIMPLE is a clever acronym that you have mentioned many times through your media outlets. Mm -hmm. Significantly impact many people's lives every day. Mm -hmm. Tell us what this means to you and how you find success in your everyday life using this acronym. Success is defined in many different ways. And, you know, when I 
came up with that acronym, gosh, I don't know, many, many years ago now, probably 15 years ago. It was really in my own drive. And the thought process back then was quite simple. You know, how do you have, and it was built primarily around, you know, financial success, right? How do I be successful? But it was all very money focused. And I went, well, if I come up with something for a dollar that a million people bought, I'd, you know, it'd be worth it. You know, I'd make a million bucks. It was kind of that very, very fundamental thought process. But that evolved very quickly into how do I impact other people's lives? Because one thing that I had learned by that point was that as great as it is to make money, relationship for me is one of my highest values. Making a contribution is one of my highest values. Having significance through that contribution, making a difference in other people's lives is one of my highest values. And to this day is still what drives me. So when we looked at significantly impact many people's lives, it, it is really one person at a time. How can you have an impact? And ultimately that adds up to many people's lives. And that's where the satisfaction of life exists. I often say in some of the coaching that I do on the personal development side of it with my wife, we often talk about this dissatisfaction you know, that people have for their life or the desire to be more, but don't know how to get there. And ultimately, it's because I think people in general have a tendency to navel gaze. They look at themselves, but they look for success outside of themselves. They look for identity outside of themselves. Easy to do in this social media world where you're comparing mm -hmm. yourself and you're doing all of those things. But, you know, out of all of that, I know this is a little bit long winded and a simple question, but ultimately, you know, I believe and I have all the evidence in the world to prove to me that our life is a reflection of who we're being. And if we're not happy with our life, we can't look outside of it. We got to go look in the mirror and identify who we're being in the context of our life. You know, when we look in the mirror, the mirror doesn't change. It's us who is in the mirror that has to change. And our life is literally a reflection of us, as is the mirror. And the mirror doesn't change. We do. That's kind of like a little bit esoteric and a little bit deep, perhaps. But ultimately, you know, success is not about how much money you have. It's about where's your joy? You know, where's the difference you're making in other people's lives? To me, you know, that's yeah. what's important. Yeah. I agree with you because I get some success, too. Obviously, as you know, we joined venture at a very high level with our company. And, yeah. you know, having a, an awesome result on a project that, you know, we're in joint venture partnership with. And working with different investors that really don't know for strategy or this or that and coming yeah. out at the end with, you know, an amazing ROI on this project and fulfilling them and seeing how that now has, you know, started the ball rolling to change their life. It's gratifying. Yeah. It is. And it touches upon what you just mentioned. So I can 100% relate to that feeling of joy that I get from helping and giving back to people in a partnership series where, yeah, we're bringing that to the table and kind of teaching them and they're taking it and running with it. So yeah, definitely can relate to that. Like I say, that's where contribution, there's some fundamental needs as humans, right? And absolutely, uh, you know, significance, contribution, making a difference, you know, uh, that's where joy lives. That's where fulfillment lives and life satisfaction. I'm not an expert on depression and I know there's all sorts of causes of depression, but I know one of the causes of depression is when we are navel gazing or only looking at our problems. And, you know, sometimes in 
the work that I do, it's really about take the focus off yourself and get a bigger problem, you know, which is how can you be a contribution to somebody else? And when you take your focus off yourself and start to make a difference and start to be a contribution, then of course, you know, it's like, oh, I forgot all about me, right? (laughs) Because it's just the way it is. And so, you know, this is kind of a, I wrap around the real estate investment network as you do in your business, Adrian, is that we use real estate as a vehicle to make a difference in other people's lives. You know, Rain is, you know, one of our missions is to support people in achieving financial security or financial certainty or even financial freedom through investing in real estate. And as much as we teach the how-tos and the economic fundamentals and the research and all the rest of it, some of it is mindset. You know, some of it is you know, how do you achieve that? It's not in what you're doing, it's who you're being in what you're doing. And these are all part of that education process and that education system. So, you know, that's really the, at the end of the day, the values of our ethos, if you will, of the Real Estate Investment Network is being a contribution to supporting those to create a financial future for their family, investing in real estate. Amazing. I couldn't agree more, Patrick. I really can't. Philosophies and investing advice. Mm-hmm. Through your personal platforms and the RAIN network, you share experiences of growing businesses and investing to guide others in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you more often than not, if not always, put people first. At the present time, how active are you or are you not active in growing your own portfolio? Are you still investing in real estate right now or how does that look? I'm not investing as much as, you know, I'm investing in my existing portfolio, I'm investing time. I'm fine tuning existing portfolio that I built over the you know past 20 years. You know, at this point in my life, I'm 63. So it's not, you know, I'm also looking at the deals very specifically given, you know, I'm on the Freedom 95 program, by the way. So it's like, not like I'm intending to retire. I don't even, I don't even really consider that. But the yeah. point is, is that when I look at my timelines of what I want to do financially, you know, I want to stay focused on my businesses and managing my existing real estate portfolio. And if there's the right opportunity and it's the exit strategy is clear, then, yeah, I'm still definitely will always look at a real estate deal. I mean, we, we recently did. So it's not that it's off the table. It's not my primary focus. My primary focus really is growing and sustaining in my existing businesses, you know, the real estate investment network and the other stuff that I do in Alberta. And that's where I really uh, want to expand on the programs and, and really refine the programs, which we're doing. And we're having fun doing that. I've got an amazing team of people. You know, Rain's got about, like, I think we have about a team of 35 that's really kind of spread out around the world. And once again, the world shrunk. Yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> so we have lots of talent outside of, uh, outside of, let's say, core. We do have an office that I haven't been in, you know, for three years. But anyways, that's just all part of it. We got a small yeah. team locally that goes to the office. Wow. 35. That's amazing. Good for you. Coaching investors, helping investors, and obviously through the power of education that, and the content that you put out in Rain, how has it changed the way you look at real estate or how does it affect how you look at real estate yourself personally? You know, a couple things around it, Adrian, which is, as you know, in this world of real estate, you know, there's lots of experts, there's lots of gurus out there, there's lots of how-to kind of guys got it. You know, one of the things that's happening economically these days, you know, we're in a world of inflation, but there's a deflationary component to what's happening in the world today, which is knowledge 
and education is you can get a degree for free. I mean, there's mm -hmm. all of these things that are available online. What we've discovered is a couple of things. You know, number one is that you can learn to invest in real estate in any given place on YouTube, for so to speak. But there's also generally hidden agendas behind that, which is to sell real estate. And it's less about the education as it is about selling that particular piece of real estate. So when we look at what's happening currently in technology and what it's doing, it's opening up some interesting doors. But I always use, I, I often use the analogy that you can learn to swim on YouTube. You really can. But you don't ever learn to swim until you jump in the pool. And real estate's the same way. And this is where people get, you know, into this world of being in motion, but not being in action. It's a difference, for example, of learning to invest in real estate and then, let's say, being part of a community of investors or maybe sitting down with somebody like yourself and your team and actually taking action to say, OK, I'm going to apply this education. I'm not going to do it on my own. I'm going to do a joint venture. You know, I'm going to raise capital, whatever that might be. Whatever, yeah. But it's like getting in action. A lot of people are fooled because they're busy in motion getting education and they consider that action. But at the end of the day, you got to jump in the pool and you're never going to have all of the answers. Some of these answers need to be figured out in real time. You know, you can learn to swim on YouTube. I'll go back to that same metaphor, that analogy. And uh, you don't know how to handle a riptide. You don't know how to handle big waves. You don't know how to handle uh, rough waters until you're actually experiencing it, then you deal with it. And it's the same with real estate. You know, we get into these deals and uh, we get little curveballs thrown at us. We uh, buy a property and we get a tenant and it's not quite what we had in mind. And all these things are happening and that's part of the learning curve. So there's that aspect of it. So the point is, is that the how-tos, the actual tactic strategies, it lives out there. It's, it's out in the ether, you know, and you can get yeah. it anywhere. But there's a fundamental part of it that we've come to, and it's why on the Everyday Millionaire podcast, you know, my wife and I, my wife, Stephanie, is a, an Olympic performance coach, a mental performance coach, and has been for 30 years. She's worked with athletes and business owners and world class. She's right now in, engaged in having what's going on in the Olympics in China. But the point is this, is that we've come to understand very clearly the how-tos are, got it, you can get that, but if you are not really designed to take the next step, that becomes the barrier, right? Whether it be fear, fear of failure, fear of judgment. I mean, there's all sorts of that kind of attitude that has to be refined in order to take action. And not everybody's built to do it. When we look at RAIN, when we look at what we're trying to do in supporting people, it's a very holistic approach to taking action, to building that portfolio, not fooling yourself into thinking that being in motion is the same as being in action. I've never heard of that before, but I'm going to use that with some of my uh, potential joint venture partners or clients. Being in motion is not the same as being in action. It's not. <laughs> it's night and day, actually. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. It really is night and day. And I've, I've coached, mentored, worked with, or attempted to work with you know, a variety of different people who were in motion that I tried to push in action mm -hmm. and more often than not, I'm successful, but there are those people that you just, they won't take action. And they just stay in motion. They actually they, believe they're, but they believe they are in action. That's what's yeah, interesting. I'm doing, so, yeah, exactly. You know? I'm doing things. I'm educating myself. I'm yeah. listening to podcasts. I'm reading books and I've been doing this More for 10 years, but I've never bought one house, you know. <laughs> More so. information, you know, that's why I always go back to the meme, right? Uh, if more information was the answer, we'd all be billionaires with six packs. 
you know, the reality of it is it's not about more information. It's about jumping in the pool and learning how to swim and doing it in real time. Get in the deep end. And, you know, with networks like the RAIN network, I mean, if you have a mentor, you have a coach, you have a JV partner, but then you have the backup and the source of providing you the analytical information that can help you take action, sort of speak. There's something here, Adrian, and I know that you do it within your business and your business model, right? Which is the secret sauce of RAIN is community, culture, environment, okay? And what does that all mean? Well, number one, community. Is it a community of like-minded individuals who are all aspiring to grow their financial futures investing in real estate? Yes. So everybody's in the same conversation about what's going on in the market, what are the best strategies, some tactics, here's some problems they need solved. But when you have a community of like-minded individuals, those conversations are happening. But more importantly, or as importantly, the culture is sharing of, okay, don't make that mistake. I've already made it. You don't need to right. figure this one out. I've done that. So the right. culture is around collaboration. And then what the environment is, is an, an ecosystem of what you need to succeed. I'll share this quick story if, if I'm okay to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's just, absolutely. It's just, it's just a metaphor. You know, uh, I'm a pet owner and, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know if you're a pet owner or not. I am. You know, I am there you yeah. Well, you know, what happens in a family, you know, we're going to go out and get a dog. You know, the, here's the thing. And there's we've all met the families where you walk in or you're looking at their pet and you're going, what the hell is going on here? The dog's a shit show. You know, the doors are chewed in the house. The backyard's got, you know, mines all over the place. And yeah. and it's really kind of chaos. You know, it's a little bit doesn't seem quite right. Is that dog going to bite you or what's it doing? Why does it keep barking? There's all these things that are happening. And then you go into somebody else's home and the dog's chill. It's trained. It has fun. You trust yeah. it. Yeah. Well, how does, how does that happen? You know, one family goes and says, let's get a dog. And they go and they buy a dog and they get into the house. And a family that is understanding pets and understanding what they're trying to do, they want to create an environment for their pet to succeed to be happy, you know, so they know in advance who's walking the dog, who's feeding the dog, how, how where's that dog going to sleep while he's a puppy? Do we need to get additional training? Who's going to be responsible for the training? And they actually create an environment, not only for the pet, but for themselves as a family, because as you know, pets quickly, uh, you know, they become part of our family, right? They yeah, tug on absolutely. our heartstrings and they piss us off and they do all the things pets do, like any other family member, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we don't create that environment for them to succeed, for us to succeed, we have this chaotic experience or we have this experience where sometimes it can be hard work. And but guess what? So, you know, my wife and I have, you know, we, we have a, a Bernese mountain dog and we just recently got another, a second dog. But we train, I train dogs. I, I create an environment. I, so I use that metaphor uh, very, very sincerely and genuinely. And I know that for people to succeed, they sometimes don't set themselves up for success and they don't put themselves in an environment to succeed. And we can use all sorts of metaphors and analogies for that. But if people just step back as investors in the world of real estate, business owners, whatever that might be, Mm -hmm. And ask yourself, what is the environment I need to create for myself so that I actually am supported and I can succeed? And when you ask that question, you realize that in the world of real estate, you don't do it alone. 
you have a team of people, you have a community, you, you know, you have a, you culturally are clear on who you want to attract and you get rid of the naysayers, the people who think you're nuts, the people who think there's a housing bubble, the people who think that there's going to, you know, interest rates are going to go up to 18%. You know, all of a sudden you get rid of the naysayers and you live into a, a an energy and a community that are like-minded. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> that was well said. That was well said. And I like the way you brought the family pet in there. And we have two dogs ourselves. Um, <laughs> one's a rescue and one is um, not a rescue. We got the, the little one as a pup and then we uh, we wanted another one. So we rescued. Um, it's our second rescue, actually. So oh, cool. and uh, I'm proud to say both our dogs are quiet and well behaved and there aren't mines in the backyard and any of that jazz. They're they're loving, friendly animals and they love they love people and they're well behaved. So maybe that speaks a little bit to my character. But well, but, uh, it, but but the thing about that is it takes effort to do that, right? And in and, and we create that dynamic intentionally. It's not by accident. And uh and and this is the same as our you know, life success, life's fulfillment, uh, success investing in real estate. We do that intentionally. And you know, there's, there's a really cool kind of understanding around this, Adrian, which is, you know, people may look at you and your multiple doors and your part portfolio, and they may admire that outcome, you know, what you've achieved. Here's the mm -hmm. fundamental problem that we see all of the time. They look at you or perhaps me and they go, oh, you guys got a great portfolio and you've done this. And and we can be proud of the portfolios we built and the businesses and all the rest of it. And people want that. What they don't want is they don't want the journey to get there. And what I've learned a long time ago is I love the journey. I love the challenge. I love facing it. Do I get pissed off? Absolutely. Do I get bummed out? You bet. Do I get, get, you know, do I get locked down in fear? Do I get a little bit of gut churn because of a decision I've made? A hundred percent. But I wouldn't yeah. trade it for the freaking world. You know, it, it, what I got really, really clear on is that we want life to be easy. <laughs> and it's not. Like, get over it. You know, yeah. life's hard. And when you realize that it's hard, then it's easy. And and lean into it and take on those challenges and, and lift that extra weight. That's how you get stronger. So when we look at the world of investing in real estate and understanding the dynamics of busting through the fear and making those hard decisions and, and creating relationships and building a team. None of it's easy. It's actually quite simple, but it's not easy. Mm -hmm. And but when you set yourself in the right environment, when you approach it with the right attitude, uh, guess what? You know, then you have success, you get into action and yeah, you get freaked out by it. But at the end of the day, you just keep moving forward and you'll do fine one step at a time. I'm going to have you sit beside me and, and talk to some of my joint venture partners that I'm trying to push to, to take the plunge that I can't uh, seem to get them there. Get them, get, send, them, send them to my podcast. Send them to uh, Mindset Matters on the Everyday Millionaire. They'll learn a lot in there. They'll maybe support Absolutely. <laughs> Say that again. Mindset Matters, the Everyday Millionaire. Yeah. So everybody out there, if you haven't already subscribed to Patrick's uh, podcast, you need to start listening to it. If you're one of those analysis paralysis or anything like that, mm -hmm. listen to the man. He'll, I, yeah, I mean, he'll definitely get you to take action. And, and like you said, it's not easy. And the world wasn't meant for it to be easy. But sorry, you didn't say you said it was easy, but it's difficult. What were no, the I words said, you I, used? I, no, I, 
I said it's actually simple, not easy. It's simple, not easy. Wow. Yeah. So true. So true. Nobody, if you asked me 11 years ago, you're going to quit being a police officer. You're going to leave the, uh, the decent, you know, income pension benefits, and you're going to go and start this business and have over 300 units. And it's going to be easy. I would have said, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. That's going to be easy. Like, pardon yeah. my French, but you're full of shit. Like, how yeah. is that going to be easy? But looking back, um, it really wasn't all that hard. Like, yeah, there's been some ups and downs and hills and, you know, some losses and some gains. But it's not like, you know, incredibly, incredibly difficult. It, it, it wasn't. But you, like you said, you figure it out. You figure it out and, and, and you're going to well, yeah. get there one step at a time. I mean, at the end of the day, Adrian, I mean, as a police officer, you, you know, you've sought, you, you have seen it. What you did was you made a decision to take responsibility for your life. Right. And the results that you've got. And police officer wasn't going to fulfill on that outcome that you had, that vision or that dream of something bigger, something greater, something more impactful, yeah. uh, whether that be financial or contribution. I mean, at the end of the day, but you were dealing with people, I'm sure, on a day to day basis. Blame, complaint. OK, blame, complaint. Somebody else's fault, always outside of me. And what you did was owned your life. There's a great book that I recommend all of the time, which is called Extreme Ownership by Jock, Jocko Wilnick. I think it's a must read for everybody and certainly a must read in, in, in life's journey of understanding that the minute you're blaming, the minute you're complaining, stop it. Go over, look in the mirror and go, where am I responsible for this? Quit being a freaking victim. You're not a victim. And quit being, you know, thinking, well, no, it's his fault. It's her fault. It's, it's the economy. It's the government. Cut out the bullshit. Because I can tell you right now is that as much as you're sitting there making an excuse for why you can't move forward, where you're blaming, where you're complaining, somebody else is ignoring all the clutter, all the froth, all the, all the BS, and they're just doing their life. You know, think about yourself, you know, as a cop, you know, you probably still knew many police officers who said, you're crazy, you're nuts, what are you doing? And yeah. you just kept doing it. They had all the excuses in the world. Now I want my pension and no, I've only got five more years and no, I need the security. You know, great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can either be resentful of that or you can do what you did and go, yeah, I got it. You know, it's the economy, it's real estate, it's all the stuff. And then you move forward anyways, which is just about you taking responsibility for your life, not making excuses for what was happening to you because uh, it wasn't happening to you. You were at some level creating the, it goes back to what I said, you know, your life is a reflection of who you're being. Full stop. And if you're not happy with your life, you got to make changes. <laughs> and is it scary? Yes, I'm sure you uh, had a few sleepless nights for the Absolutely. first little while when you left the force. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I definitely did. And it probably, you know, I was on the fence, I don't know, probably two, three years before I mm -hmm. actually pulled the trigger and left. Sure. Um, and then I did it. And you know mm -hmm. what? I, uh, I stepped outside of that comfort zone and I'm so happy I did. It obviously mm. completely changed my life because it's then that I started to grow in business and as an individual and an entrepreneur. So completely changed my life. And I'm having I think a look a, It's interesting, though, Adrian, isn't it? Is that, you know, we, you know, we look at 
our own journeys and, and the people we know who've been on a journey and it's anything but perfect. And there's challenges and there's, there's, there's moments of stress and distress, but there's also lots of wins because the, oh, yeah. and it's not just the financial wins. It, it is actually, you know, you know, if you're, if you play sports, you know, you know, are you, are, are you proud of the fact that, you know, you beat a 10 year old at tennis? No, you know, that's fun, but you're not proud of it. It's not really a competition. But when you go head to head with somebody who is your match and you squeak it out and you go into overtime and you work it out and all of a sudden you come up and you win by one point. Now that's a game and that was worth it. And that, you know, and, and that's really about business. It's about real estate. It's about all aspects of our life. When we challenge ourselves to uh, and risk some things in, in not accomplishing something and push ourselves, that's something we're proud of. That's where fulfillment lives. That's where we actually get lit up and and real estate allows us to do that and do we get a financial result from it a hundred percent but the point of it is is that i don't care you can go follow the billionaires and the hundred millionaires and you know you or you can buy bitcoin and is buying their lamborghini but you know at the end of the day uh that's generally not the case yeah and every billionaire every multi-millionaire went on a journey and that journey was ups and downs. It was twisted. It had some danger zones, but you have to embrace the journey. Uh, you can't get to the outcome without doing that. Embrace the journey. I love it. We're getting close to the end, Patrick. It's just about 40 minutes here. Um, we're back, we're three final questions uh, for you, more of a lightning round, they call it. Sure. Um, Patrick, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? I do it for my values. It never, it doesn't change. Uh, I do it because I get to be a contribution to others. That's it. That's what lights me up. It's my calling. Being your greatest self, living your best life. That's where I come from. How can I support you in doing that? Awesome. You're very successful now, and we say that relative to how the world views success. Mm -hmm. But do you think there's still more to life for you? And when you picture, when Patrick pictures more to life, what do you see? Oh, I think, you know, probably a, a more of the same. You know, it's an interesting world, but I know this is wraparound, so I won't get too deep into it. But more of the same. I love my life, and I don't think I would change much of it. You know, could I have, would I want, more financial gain, probably. But, you know, I'm also at a point in my life where, you know, material things don't light me up. I don't want another car. I don't even want a car. You know, like I don't want another shiny thing. I don't want to have to insure it, wash it, guard it. You know, right. I'm just, I, I live on five acres of land with my amazing wife, our two amazing dogs, some fantastic friends, a small circle of friends that we love and uh, engage with. And I don't know, I love my life. I don't know that it would change it that much. And, I have a business that gets to be a contribution to many people. And I, I know it's pretty ideal, actually. Amazing. <laughs> so they'll get grounded in it. Yeah, it's great. Amazing. If you could give one parting word of advice to the, everybody listening to this episode, what would that be? You know, it goes back to what we talked about earlier, Adrian, which is put yourself in the right environment. Create the environment for you to achieve and succeed the goals that you set for yourself. And whether it be real estate or business or just a great career, you know, it's intentional. 
don't be at the effect of life happening to you. You actually can drive it and be intentional and create a life by design. Amazing. I love it. Well, that's it, Patrick. Thanks so much for joining us. A ton of knowledge, a ton of inspiration for, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of people listening to this that are going to definitely reach out and very, very inspirational words, in my opinion, anyway. Everybody, Patrick's Instagram at P-F-R-A-N-C-E-Y. Look him up, follow him, uh, subscribe to his podcast. It's in his bio, The Everyday Millionaire. You can also take a look, obviously, at everybody knows if you're a real estate investor or even if you're a novice, everybody's heard of the RAIN Network, the Real Estate Investment Network is also on Instagram. Is that right, Patrick? Yeah, the Real Estate Investment Network, Twitter and Instagram. I'm P. Francie on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. And if, if anybody ever wants to reach out and just ask a question or make a comment, CEO at raincanada.com, CEO at R-E-I-N Canada.com. People from the podcast are who send me ideas and questions and comments yeah, all the time. Yeah. So it's a great, it's a great place to do that. Yeah, I wish you were around, or I, I wish I bumped into you or or started following you ten years ago when I started. You probably could have saved me some, <laughs> some money and some uh, some trials. But hey, it's all good, and I really appreciate your time, everybody out there. Definitely, if if you're new, old, getting started, been in the game 10, 20 years, obviously ton of knowledge here from Patrick. Thanks so much. For anybody out there that wants to get a hold of us, obviously our website, www.investwithepc.com or shoot me an email, adrian at investwithepc.com. And we're all over social media as well, Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot. Very easy to find. It's been a great episode, Patrick. Thanks again. All the best. I know uh, you're It's just after, what are you, three hours behind now? So yeah. You're still having your morning coffee, but um, thanks so much, pal. And uh, I hope to connect soon. Thanks for the conversation, Adrian. It was great. Cheers.